You know, and we all have our 15 minutes of fame, and I'd like to take a couple of my 15 minutes to talk about the rights and the wrongs in the world of professional wrestling. This match is for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship! Today on the podcast, we have a young lady that is on the rise. You may not have seen her in your whole promotion quite yet, but through the power of YouTube, you can check out on her channel and hopefully more in the future, including ours. A cheap plug for us, Women's Promotion Network. She is joining us tonight to talk about her jump into the wrestling business, the dangers that come with the business, and what she expects for her future, amongst other things, through all points in between. With me tonight is the lady in blue, Kalista. Am I saying that correctly? Um, pretty close. It's Kalista. Kalista. Okay, well, you know, I'm trying that. I don't want to butcher your name. You're good. It's it's spelled differently than it sounds, so. (laughs) Yeah, well, (laughs) you you do have a unique spelling to it. But but I understood what it was talking about, but I think I, I heard it pronounced two different ways i was doing some research on you and uh, i think I, I heard a ring announcer say kelly and then i heard somebody in the audience say kelly I, I don't know let me let me not try to <laughs> let me not try to ruin it. <laughs> but anyway no you're fine yeah i've heard it several different ways no big deal <laughs> so well I, I appreciate your easygoing nature about this whole thing uh you know normally i would start off in order when i do these interviews but Considering that you've had, I guess, uh, what we would call a, a major event in your career occur, we're gonna we're gonna kind of cut to that because, as I understand it, right now you've been recently injured. Yes. And that, of course, in in wrestling, those things are are ought to occur, and you know, it's it's not an easy thing to do, despite what some people may believe. Uh, injuries do happen. Um, I guess let's just let's go into that first how did this happen well it happened in the middle of a match um I was doing an avalanche her karana um you know off the top ropes and whenever I came down um I landed with my knee in an awkward in an awkward position and my kneecap popped out of place now I didn't know that's what happened so you know, I knew it hurt, but I didn't know exactly what happened. So I just decided to um, finish the match. And then as soon as I walked away, you know, behind the curtains, it just really started hurting, like, even more. And so I went to the emergency room, you know, did all the x-rays. They recommended I go see, you know, an orthopedic. So I did. And everyone was telling me they thought my ACL was torn because the swelling was so big. But, you know, thank goodness it wasn't an ACL tear. But the kneecap did come out of place. Right now it still is out of place. But if my ligaments 
continue to heal, the kneecaps should start going back into place. That just hearing that sounds painful. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it hurts. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, all right. So now, how long ago did this happen? Because I saw the video, oh. but uh, how how far back? Yeah. Is it happened about three weeks ago, and like in the video, it's kind of hard to tell anything happened. Like it didn't look like it should have hurt, but but I can tell you it did. <laughs> it hurt a lot. Well, uh, I guess for those that are listening, I'm some mostly is going to be you know fans of yours. Your um, your post when you put the video up. I probably wouldn't even notice it if you didn't put the uh, time stamp on. Okay, the the injury happened here, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, because it, it was, as you said, is really kind of a, I don't want to say a small thing, but visually speaking, uh, as a fan looking in, I, I probably would have missed it. Other than you, know, you might have, I, I think you may have limped once or twice after it if I if I remember correctly but nothing overly noticeable if I can remember the match I mean right absolutely yeah and I don't think the fans really knew either I think they knew that something might have happened because like the intensity of the match kind of went down a little bit from there you know just kind of figuring out if I should keep going on or not mm-hmm. So I think they could tell something was off, but they—I don't think they knew that I got injured. I would imagine not. So you know the yeah. the, the big question I'm sure that your fan base would want to know following this. I mean, I mean, let's, let's face it. What you just described sounded like a nasty injury. I mean, like I said, it, it hurts just hearing you describe that. Uh, is wrestling going to be something that you choose to continue? Um, it just depends. Um, like two things could happen. Um, all my ligaments could heal up just fine and my kneecap could go back into place and it could be a really, um, quick recovery. I might be back, you know, by March or if the ligaments don't heal up like they're supposed to, like I know one of the ligaments on the inside of my knee got stretched really good and if that doesn't heal up like it should I might have to do surgery and if I have surgery I don't I don't know about my wrestling career so right now it's up in the air um I, obviously I hope everything heals up great not just for wrestling but you know just for life so we'll just see okay so yeah I mean yeah just life in general now is this the first time that that's being expressed or that uh your wrestling career potentially is uh, kind of in a balance right now? Yeah, probably publicly. I mean, I've, I've talked to, you know, a few fans and a few fellow wrestlers about it, but I don't know. I I think I just have wishful thinking. You know, I just, I think I'm just going to be fine and not have to worry about it. So I haven't really talked about that because I just don't even want it to be an option. I just want to, be completely healed and just go about my life. Well, I, I am certainly going to be pulling for that, as uh, I'm sure all of your fans and fellow wrestlers, colleagues alike, will be doing the same. And for the sake of this interview, we are going to just assume that wrestling will be around in, in, 
on your future track. So questions going that sounds great. <laughs> there, we, there we go. Questions going forward at this point will be based around that. So uh, let's let's go backwards here about your beginnings in the wrestling industry. Uh, okay. Did you begin as a wrestler? Did you start off uh, valet? Uh, did, did, did you kind of work yourself into the ring? How did you get involved uh, in the pro wrestling business? Well, I've always liked pro wrestling. I've been watching it a lot since I was little. Um, I think I just, whenever I watched it, I never thought it would be something I would do. That was always something, you know, more exciting people did. But whenever I got done, you know, with my athletic career, I was really wanting something to do that would push me. And I was just kind of like, well, why not wrestling? You know, I, I've always liked it. It looks really fun and it would, you know, kind of give me that competitive sense back, you know, working at that and, you know, just trying to get yourself better in the ring and all that. Um, so I started pretty late with wrestling. I like, I started when I was 27. So I got started pretty late in the business. Like I said, it was after my athletic career. So I went through college sports and, you know, then I did wrestling. Um, I trained for about, oh, six months before I got into the ring. My very first time in the ring um, was kind of funny. Um, we had the... I had to sneak in and do a sneak attack on someone, but how I was supposed to do it is the lights were going to go completely off, and I had to find my way into that ring and, like, poison someone or something like that. And I was so nervous because I just knew for sure I would trip or, like, get lost in the dark, but everything went well, and I found my way in that ring and did the spot, and things were, and things turned out good, and that was my debut. <laughs> Okay, so you. Uh, I know. <laughs> you know, I was was kind of, I want to say, curious about. It. I was like, I wonder how they just run into the ring with the lights totally out like that. Anyway. Oh man, I was nervous, but it, it happened. <laughs> so, so, so your debut was not a flop. You managed to make it to the ring. You didn't trip over yourself. Nothing like that. <laughs> so, so that's good. Yeah. So, so so we had a good debut. That, that that's always a perk. But you mentioned. Yeah athletic career okay so apparently you must have been doing something preceding wrestling that required some athleticism can we hear about that oh yeah sure um well both of my parents they're coaches so i mean i was gonna do sports whether i liked it or not <laughs> um so i did in high school i did soccer basketball and tennis um i all stayed in basketball but, but then I, I kind of got burned out on it, so I didn't play in college. Mm. I actually played tennis in college. And the reason I chose tennis over the other sports is because I wanted something that would be easy on my body. Well, and now I'm doing professional wrestling, so I yeah. don't know. There's, there's a certain irony in that statement. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> now, okay, so I have to ask. All right, so you did basketball, you played tennis. Because it was easier on your body, then you went right back into something that was just hard on your body. Uh, I but, know. But considering your college career that you did basketball ahead of time, and I guess there was a 
there was an outlet at the end of the rainbow for basketball. There was an outlet at the end of the rainbow for, for tennis. Why didn't you choose to say continue tennis and, and like, hey, I'm going to you know give this thing a, a shot pro opposed to, as you, in your words, you started a little bit late in wrestling and, and you pretty much started from scratch. You, you, you going, you know, right back to the, essentially the bottom rung to give wrestling a shot. So why did mm-hmm. you choose to put down the racket and then lace up wrestling boots, you know, to uh, start something new? Well, I really haven't put down the racket. Um, I still play like, you know, I, I still do that with wrestling. Like, oh. I think if I think if wrestling were the only thing I did athletically, I think I would get bored. Like, I still I still play tennis. Like any nice day, you can see me at the tennis court. Like, I just love it. Okay. So, so you, you're, we'll call you a dual sports star right now. <laughs> okay. But, but we're not, you're not looking to push tennis, uh, I guess, into a professional mode, I'm, I'm assuming. No, I'm not near that good at tennis. <laughs> <laughs> so you just, you just enjoy doing it? Yes. All right. As, as much as we enjoy doing the wrestling. So, uh, but now I, I'm thinking about it. It's like, did, I, did you really get in as late? Because I've seen some people get in a little bit later than you. Not all, but, you know, some have gotten in 28, 29, 30. I know uh, there's, of course, the story of, of a few famous wrestlers, uh, Rico Constantino out of OVW, the most famous guy that got in late, probably Diamond Dallas Page at 40. So, you know, I mean, those are examples of people that got in really late, you know, in, into wrestling. Uh, do you really feel like you were kind of behind the eight ball getting in at, at 27 opposed to deciding fresh out of high school, let's say, that, that you wanted to do wrestling? Did, did you feel like, did you feel disadvantaged at all? Or was it just, okay, I got to kick this in high gear so I can keep up with everybody else? Um. I don't know, like, for me, like, like I felt good at 27, like, I felt like I was 18, like, my body, mm-hmm. like, I felt fresh, so, in, in that regard, it really, it really wasn't that bad, but at the same time, you know, whenever you travel and you're um, talking to people and hearing when they start out, and whenever some of them are telling you that they started when they were... 16 and 18, you know, you just kind of noticed that was a little different than your story. Okay, well, you know, we're not going to have that be held against you. I think you, uh, you're you doing fine. You have a natural athleticism, and if there's anything that I guess can be proven uh, by certain talents that we see on television today, I'll use uh, Alexa Bliss as a example. Now, she's not somebody that competed in wrestling up until she went to WWE. So, you know, go figure. Yeah. So that that might be a, a good a good thing for you too. It shows that it ain't, it's not too late. <laughs> no, nothing's too late. There you go. Like like I said, as long as as long as I feel good and I think that's a big part of it. It's just how you feel and just keeping yourself healthy and doing the right things. Indeed. Uh, what was your debut year? Oh, let me think. 
I guess that would be 2015. 2015. Yeah, it's early 2015. Okay, so we're so we're pushing on uh, a good two years now. Yes. Uh, did it come hard for you? I know you you were already athletically inclined, but uh, was it difficult for you to adjust to actually being a in ring competitor, or did you feel like you had a kind of a natural aptitude for for wrestling? Oh, I don't mean to brag, but yeah, I did kind of feel like it was natural. <laughs> yes, well, do I don't know. Be, like that might be your persona. Like, you can brag. <laughs> it is. That's my whole persona. I'm, no. I'm well, very then, conceited. <laughs> well, then brag. Let it go. <laughs> I don't know. Like I've always wanted to be an actress, but like I'm a bad actress, but that works out great for wrestling. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that before. I'm a bad actress, but it works out great for wrestling. Yeah, the best wrestlers are bad actors. Well, that's, well, yeah, I guess. you can't tell them that. Now that you know, you you'll hurt some people's feelings saying that. I know there's a lot of egos. I can't say that. Well, I mean, considering that one wrestling company actually owns a, a movie studio. I mean, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. They're, they're cranking their guys out every month in a movie. Yeah. And, and some of them have been convinced that, oh, this acting thing is easy. Not so much. <laughs> no. But I won't go into the movie reviews today or right now at least. So if if anybody's interested in hearing me review these these movies, uh, go to the YouTube channel, Women's Pro Wrestling Network. I might I might toss a few of them up there. I, I got some things to say about it. But anyway, we won't uh won't deviate too far off the mark here. Uh, so it was a natural thing for you to do. Uh, your less than stellar acting, we'll say, worked in your favor inside of a wrestling ring. Yes. Uh, yeah, I got to display some of my bad acting the other day. How this, so? It's pretty fun. Well, this is really ironic. Um, the match right before I hurt my knee, mm -hmm. I had to fake a knee injury. <laughs> and and how and what they wanted me to do is they wanted it to be like awkward silence. They wanted me to just really sell this knee. They were going to have people come out and like, try to help me but they wanted me to have the crowd dead silent for two or three minutes so that's a awkward amount of time but I was like I can do that so I mean I had them quiet I don't know if they really thought I was hurt or if it was just my acting was so bad they were wondering what I was doing but I, I had to fake a right knee injury the night before I really did hurt my right knee oh Again, I think that's the second ironic statement that you you said in the course of this interview. Uh, yeah, like yes. that's crazy. <laughs> Irony may be your new gimmick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know how we would work that into you actually, you know, using that within a ring or a wrestling show, but that that may be something that you need to work on. Uh, Hmm, that, well, that, that at least I can be self-aware of it now. Like, I don't want to fake any more injuries because I saw what happened the first time. Yeah, you may have to stand up to the pros and say, no, no, last time I did that, this is what happened to me. Give me something else. <laughs> exactly.
you know, with you uh, jumping into wrestling, what were your expectations behind going into this this field? Was it just, hey, you know, I'm going to have me a couple of weekend matches, have a good time, uh, you know, enjoy the, the thrill of walking out there and getting in the ring and all that good stuff? Or are you looking to kind of grow this career, uh, travel as much as possible, be a big name on the circuit? Uh, what, what are you looking for? Um, mostly just to have fun. Like, it's it's just, it's so fun to be like, okay, I'm going to do this normal thing during the week, but on the weekends, I'm going to go dress up in my blue, put on my crazy makeup, and go have a match and entertain people. Like, that's just the coolest thing, and I really love entertaining and just being in front of the fans, and, you know, if it's... If somehow it goes further, then that, that's cool. But I'm I'm satisfied just having fun. I enjoy it for what it is. Okay, so now let's let's say hypothetically speaking, you you're not really pushing the idea of uh, making it go further. But let's say that you draw interest from other promoters. Uh, I'm assuming at this point that you primarily work within Oklahoma and Oklahoma-based promotions. Uh, Correct. Okay, so let's say in this scenario you start getting some calls from promoters that's out in South Carolina or New York or Chicago or Atlanta or what, what have you. Uh, are you opposed at that point to taking a trip, working working their promotion? I mean, are you, are you just going to say, no, I'm good, I'm, I'm, I'm right here? Or, or are you going to bring your talents elsewhere? Oh, if the opportunity presented itself, I would definitely consider it. I'm not going to, you know, say no to that. I think that's an honor if someone wants you to, you know, come and work their show. Especially, you know, if, you know, they're more well-known promotion. Yeah, I'd, I'd consider it. Okay. I, you know, because I, I see, um, I guess, several ladies, of course, that's that's what this channel is about but i see several of them that have uh, gone out of their way to kind of build their names and and carve out a niche for themselves and whatnot uh i would say some even without trying have uh, developed fan bases uh just somehow miraculously based on you know their own home promotion then it travels word of mouth with the sheer amount of ladies that are on the wrestling circuit in your opinion, how difficult is it to really kind of carve out a name for yourself? Oh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I haven't really thought about trying to get a name for myself. Like I said, I'm just having fun. But, but you have I, a name. I've, You're I've, starting. It's, it's... Yeah, sort of, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's weird <laughs> to think about that. Like someone asked me the other day, what does it feel like to be a celebrity where you're at? I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> but, you, but. but you are. I mean, it, to some regard, you are. You, okay, I guess we can ask you the following questions. Have fans wanted to take pictures with you yet? Oh, yeah, of course. Have they bought merchandise yeah. from you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, have, they, <laughs> have they asked for autographs? Yes. 
I, I think you qualify. I get what, I get what you're saying. It, it, just, it just doesn't feel like that. I don't know. But but you are. You are. You, you qualify. You're a celebrity. I mean, there are different grades of that. And I guess you kind of uh, viewing this on a high scale, like the country doesn't know me yet. But, you know, it, it starts somewhere. You, you are a, a local talent, and therefore that has brought you local celebrity. Is that that fair to say? That's that's fair to say. Yeah. Okay. You're so, right. So now with that with that level of local celebrity, uh, there's only one real op. Well, uh, two options here. You could you could just leave it as is and and not let it grow. But it's, but more than likely, the more matches you have, it's going to grow on its own. Right. So that being the case, we go back to the. The, uh, original question because I know you said that's kind of difficult for you to, to answer and carving a name out for yourself how hard is it so on and so forth but just take a step outside of your, out of your, your body for a moment and, and look at it and say how difficult is it just to create this persona to create a, a name and, and potentially grow it to where you know you got people outside of your hometown, you know, that, that you, that are wanting your merchandise or t-shirts or, you know, photographs, et cetera, et cetera. Well, yeah, I think there's potential for it for sure. Um, I like where my gimmick's at. I think I've, I think just with my gear alone, I've got a different look. I try to do something that's, I don't know, kind of futuristic. Um, I'm also a lot taller than a lot of the girls out there. I mean, I'm 5'10". But I'm athletic and I can move around, so I think I've got a few characteristics that you know could set myself apart from some of the other girls. So there's potential. And, and on a side note, I've also noticed that you have a few artsy pieces on your Facebook page that you apparently made yourself. Uh, oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, are you a Photoshop aficionado? I, I try to be. I'm learning. <laughs> well, it looks like you're doing a good a good job. I mean, I'm seeing you got like a the double exposure effect and all that good stuff in there. Like that. Oh, you noticed that? I, I did. <laughs> you know, because I, I thank can't, you. I haven't figured out how to do that. I mean, I'm going through YouTube trying to trying to learn the stuff myself. Like, man, you know, <laughs> but it's 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 no real use for me to do it. But I want to know how to do it. You know, I, I, I've learned. Oh, that's you know, I learned the stuff yeah. that I need to know, but uh, I haven't gone into that. But I saw that. I was like, oh, man, she, she did this? Wow, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and that's all I did, too, is, like, I, the, the way I've learned is just watching YouTube videos. Like, I don't have any formal training with it or anything. I just, I've always been interested in art. Like, I've I've been painting for a long time. That's one of my hobbies. So I wanted to learn more about graphic design. So I just got on the internet and just, you know, kind of taught myself and did a lot of YouTube watching, and that's how I learned. All right. Well, thank God for YouTube, right? Oh, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> that saves a couple of thousand dollars in going to somebody's classes right there. Yes. So now, to loop this back around, you actually do, I mean, I'm not going to say you actually do your own merchandise, but you actually have a, 
uh, a leg in graphic design, which gives you somewhat of a leg up on most people. I've, I've only known one other uh, worker that does that, that designs their own, you know, stuff that they put on their Facebook page and possibly T-shirts and whatnot. Just having that alone is stuff that, you know, gives you an edge to send out to uh, promoters and, and put out stuff for your fans and, and this, that, and the other. I would tend to think the more that you do and the more that you share on your Facebook page that you would have uh, a, a pretty fan base that, that continues to kind of rise. Uh, are you prepared for that? Are you prepared for the potential that you might have some, some fans just pop up out the blue? Like, hey, you know, when you come into Texas and when you come into, you know, wherever I've, I happen to be. And you probably got these questions already. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Just a little? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. No, nowhere too far away. I mean, I've traveled a little bit. I've been to... Probably Louisiana is probably the furthest I've gone from Oklahoma, but I've, I mean, I've wrestled around a few states like Kansas and Arkansas. I still haven't been down to Texas yet. I probably should, but yeah, there's some good wrestling down there. I need to go and check it out. So, so you can be a heel and, uh, you know, and be the Okie girl going down into Texas and and talk about it and all that good stuff. <laughs> and Booker T's promotion down there. And I think they're they're like I believe they're almost open policy for independents coming. Have you not uh, tried to uh, contact Reality of Wrestling? You know that that might be a good thing for you. Uh, no, I haven't tried that yet. What? Oh, <laughs> you haven't? Okay. So you know while we're here in the middle of this uh, interview, I'm just, I'm going to put it out there. When you are ready to go back, you need to go to Reality Wrestling. And, I, and, and for those that listen, I don't work for Reality Wrestling. I get no compensation from them whatsoever. You know, I, this is just a free and cheap plug for them. But I, <laughs> but I do believe uh, if you go to the Reality of Wrestling website, realitywrestling.com, uh, you can contact them and, and see if you can get down for a a show or you know that i i believe for booking is what i should say so uh you may want to get that a shot and other yeah, workers that know. listening you know it's that that's that's open information now folks uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> since, since i'm saying it on this public forum yeah they, they do have something on there for all booking and whatnot uh so you, you may be able to make that happen who knows uh so i put yeah. that out there <laughs> now uh we've covered your your art on that i forgot to bring up one thing here considering that um you know i guess you did a basic move and kind of got injured off of that because wrestling in and of itself is a dangerous thing despite the fact that fans do not perceive it or i should say casual viewers don't perceive that but you actually were in something that i would consider Fairly dangerous. That being a lot. Yeah, I'm. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, I'm specifically talking about this ladder, <laughs> ladder match that you. I mean, you still. Yeah, that thing was crazy. Yeah, you being in a wrestling ring on any given night is dangerous. 
but you got into a ladder match, and more specifically, um, you took a pretty high fall off, yes, off I of did. the ladder. <laughs> and let me tell you, when you for those that haven't seen it, I'm gonna ask you go to her Facebook page, scroll down. There's there's a clip where she's at the top of the ladder. And I can't remember the uh, the third part. I know it's you, uh, Skylar Slice. Uh, who, who's the third participant in this match? Um, Phoebe, the San Francisco tree. Ah, okay. So Phoebe. Now, I'm, I'm assuming it was Phoebe that actually pushed the ladder. That caused it was. You, that caused you to fly over the top rope onto Skylar. Yes. Now, when you look at the video... You don't see Scholar out there when you're doing this. <laughs> so I, you know, I had to look at it twice. I was like, "Oh my God, did she just hit the floor?" You know, I mean, but it, <laughs> it, it really caught me off guard to see that. First off, that you were even willing to do it. So let's talk about yeah, that, let's talk about uh, this ladder match here. Well, I can't believe I agreed to do it. I, I don't think I knew it would hurt as bad as it did, but I, I did it. And, and yeah, when I did get tipped over um, on that ladder, I didn't make as much contact with her as I probably should have. And I did land pretty hard, but I don't know. It, it was a good match, and everyone really liked it. So I'm, I'm glad I did it, but I don't know if I want to do very many more ladder matches in the future. Those things hurt. <laughs> Okay, well, now that you bring that up, I have to ask. Wrestling is built on, well, let's not say built on it, but there are several different types of matches and genres and, and so on and so forth. I mean, you you got a, a, a real plethora of things that you can pick from. Are you opposed to or willing to do the, the following matches. Let's just kind of run through a, a few here. You've already done the ladder match, but are you yeah. saying that you you already say you don't know how many more you got in it? But in this, well, ladder matches specifically, those yeah, just taking some of the bumps on those ladders did not feel good. Those are, I mean, like, I mean, I have been in hardcore matches before, and there's good things about them, um, like. One good thing is whenever, you know, you do get hit hard, like everyone knows you just got hit with something that should really hurt you. So you do have more time to sell and take your time with it. Mm -hmm. So in that way, sometimes those matches can be easier than a regular match. But at the same time, you know, you're going to be filling that match a week or two ahead in the future because, or maybe even longer because, you know, you are really getting hit. <laughs> uh, okay, so are you open to doing another one of those? Hardcores? Yeah, those aren't too bad. So you would do that before a ladder I, match? Yeah. yeah, those chairs don't hurt that bad. Okay. Steel cage? I've never been in one, so I don't know. You, you don't know if the... I, uh, I, the concept of a steel cage would be entertaining for you. I, I haven't given that one a thought. I don't know too many people around here that have a steel cage, so. Okay. Well, I, I'd be open to try it. 
strap match. A what? A strap match. Basically, uh, when they, when they tie the, <laughs> the belt to one, your wrist and the opponent's wrist, and y'all whip each other with a belt, more or less. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's like, I, I can tell you ones I won't do. I won't do a dog collar match. Okay. Won't do that. Won't do that. Okay. Well, that I guess that that shows good sense because that might hurt your neck at at some point being yanked around like yeah. that. And and that's not good. Any any other ones? No, cause, yeah, you gotta think of the future. I mean, you know, you can get caught up in this stuff and like really do some cool things, but you know, you have to live life. You know, years from now, you can't go too crazy, I guess is what I'm saying. That's true. And any other ones specifically that you're like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to wrestle on thumbtacks or, you know, all that other good stuff. Oh, no thumbtacks, no barb- barbed wire. I don't know. I watched um, one girl take a a power bomb through a table, but the table had, like, barbed wire wrapped around it. Like, Ugh. not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it... Yeah. I guess. Well, like I, I was gonna wrestle this girl, so I thought I'd look up some matches to, you know, see what she was all about. And I saw a guy give her a power bomb into a table with barbed wire, and I was a little intimidated at that point. <laughs> like that, that girl, she's she's pretty tough if she can take that. I, I, yeah, because I wouldn't do it. <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> okay, so yeah, nothing, nothing off the chain. No, no super crazy matches like that. Uh, but I think it's safe to say that at this point in your career, the most dangerous match that you've been in uh, was the was the ladder match. Yes. Okay, but we're, we we haven't written off steel cage quite yet, or lumberjack, and all that other good stuff that you know, the, all the other matches that kind of come and go. Yeah, I'd be open to some of those. Okay, so there you go, promoters. See, she's open to a <laughs> few, but she, but I'm, I'm going to assume, and I'm, I don't want to speak for you that if you're going to do one of these, it, it has to be a reasonable reason, not just for kicks and giggles to put you in a, in a hardcore match or a steel cage or tables and none of that stuff. Got to be some kind of story wrapped up in that. Huh. Well, we say that, but there really wasn't a story around the ladder match, and I did that one, so I don't know. <laughs> well, okay. That's... That would be the logical thing for something to be built around it to do a big match like that. But I guess, I mean, for the ladder match, that was that promotion's biggest show of the year, so that was probably good enough reason to do it, but there really wasn't much of a story going into it. Really? There's just three girls doing a ladder match. Huh. Yeah. You know, I I really expected that <laughs> there to be something more to it than that. That would make sense, but there there wasn't. It was just we kind of decided at the last minute, like like we didn't think we'd be able to use the facility that we did. Like mm-hmm. the one that we're currently in, like there's no way you could have a ladder match in there. Like the ceiling's too short. 
Okay. But whenever we found out that we got to use this different location at the last second, since we knew a big crowd was coming, we decided, hey, let's make a ladder match. So that's how that came about. Okay. Well, I guess that's as good a reason as any. I'll go with that. <laughs> you know, we, yeah. we haven't talked about the persona of, uh, you know, say your name again before I ruin it. Callista. Callista. There we go. <laughs> we haven't talked about the persona of Callista. Where did that come from? Oh, well, whenever I play sports, I'm a different person. Uh, you have to be. You have to be very confident, um, very determined. Probably a little mean streak in you, too. I think that makes a really good competitor. And um, I kind of bring that to wrestling a little bit. Just super confident. Um, you know, mainly super confidence is my persona for both face and heel. You know, I'm going to get it done for a heel. You know, it's more conceited. Like, you shouldn't have a reason to be um, so confident. But that's that's mostly my persona. Um, I also kind of have, like, a way I walk around. I kind of have, I don't know, I do, like, whenever I was training, I would do weird things with my hands. And, like, I wouldn't even know I was doing it. Like, I would do something like spirit fingers, like, whenever people, like, whenever I was first doing clotheslines to people, like, I didn't want to hurt them. So after I did, and it looked like I hurt them, like, just without thinking about it, I just did, like, these stupid spirit finger things, like, oh, I'm so sorry I hurt you. But, like, in case that ever came back, I kind of wanted to, like, I don't know, use my hands a little bit, like, in my movements and things. That way, if anything embarrassing like that ever came up, I could kind of maybe get away with it because it could be part of my character. Okay. Now, for those who may not be overly familiar with your work, of course, I stated earlier, you know, thank goodness for YouTube. You know, you, you do have a YouTube channel, and I'm assuming that there are some other people outside of your channel that have also recorded you as well. If you were going to be introduced to a, a fan who hasn't seen your your matches and you were trying to, for lack of better terms, sell yourself as a wrestler, which match of yours would you say, all right, this is the one that you need to watch? Um, Probably some of my best character work would probably be against um, Nikki Knight at, at Mid-South. Um, I have two of those, I think, on my YouTube video. Um, not so much the wrestling was fantastic, but I worked my character really well. Mm-hmm. Um, like, after I do a move to her, I'd strike a pose. Um, just the way I walked around was very conceited, very flamboyant, and I don't know, it was just it was good character work. So if you're going to want to watch my character, that would be a good one to watch. Okay. I'm going to assume that in this particular instance, you probably were not the uh, the likable one of the two. <laughs> no, I was not. <laughs> okay, which, which do you prefer, babyface or heel? I 
prefer heel because I think I do a little more with my character than I do with face. Why don't people like being a baby face? You know, almost any time I ask that question, oh, I like being a heel. Nobody, almost nobody likes being a baby face. That's terrible. It's, like... it's hard to be baby face. Like, it's a lot easier to be heel. Well, well of course it's easier to make people hate you. Or not exactly. Like you. I, think, I think that's why people like it. Like, I don't know. For a face, maybe there's better innovative ways to do it. But I think... Most people, whenever they do face, it's just more energy, pump up the crowd, and I don't know, whereas a hill, there's more ways you can go about it. Like, you can be really mean, you can be really conceited, you can be really scared. Like, there's so many different ways you can be hated, but with a face, I don't know, it's like there's not as many different ways to do that. Maybe there are, maybe I'm just not as innovative, but for Hill, there's just more things to do, so that's why I like it better. But you sound like such a nice person. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm nice. (laughs) I think that's why I like being a Hill. I get to take a break from being my regular self, and I get to be a jerk, and it's kind of fun. Oh, okay. I'll go with that. You get to be a jerk, and you get to pay for it. You know, okay, all right. I, I can go with that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're going to plug your, your YouTube channel. So if anybody has not seen uh, those particular matches, you are going to go to uh, your unique spelling. Yes. It K-I-L-L-I-S-T-A, Vega, V-E-G-A. Yes. You're going to spell that out, and that should take you directly to her page. And she has a couple of uploads there. Uh, and I think the... You said Nikki Knight. Is the, those the ones that you are talking about specifically? Yeah, the most recent Nikki Knight one would be a good one to watch. Okay, so there you have it, folks. If you haven't seen her do her thing, that's the way to go see it. And, of course, you can scroll through all of her other videos as well, and that'll give you a little bit more education on just who she is and how she does and what she does inside the ring. And that's always a good thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Short-term goals. Let's talk about what you plan to accomplish in 2017. Uh, 2017, um, just get better, um, get my knee completely healed, and be here for wrestling goals. Um. Mostly I'm just interested in doing some really fun storylines and just working my character. Like, I really love the acting part of wrestling. Like, whenever I used to watch wrestling um, on television, um, sometimes I'd skip forward through the wrestling and watch the bad acting. Like, I love how it's just a drama. Like, I think it's so funny. I just love it. Okay, so I'm going to ask you this. Considering that you seemingly enjoy what you're calling uh, bad acting. Oh, yeah, it's great. I uh, love it. Why not just go into acting and then take low-budget movies? Because they... Oh, I might have to. You get <laughs> bad acting all the time. It's, it's... I might have to if my knee doesn't get better. Uh, I don't know. There's just a part of me that, you know, I love 
being athletic and doing that, and it just combines two things I love. So it's the perfect mix. Well, that is true. Uh, you know, I am going to be pulling for you to, to get to get through for selfish reasons, if for no other thing than to say that I want to see you make an appearance in Atlanta so that I can see that live. Yeah, oh, thank I, I, you. I want a promoter to, to pull you up and then get a nice storyline tied up, just ready to go and put you in there and, and see you. See this bad acting of yours, as you call it, in person. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that that's going to be the treat there, and the, and the the match, of course, will be the the, the blow off. But still, you know, I, I, I want to see the the bad acting that you produce. I've got plenty of bad acting. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to be proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad, it's good. Uh, okay. All right. Well, you know what? That that works. That works. So bad is good. Oh my goodness. Okay. So now we have come to the point of the show where we go into random questions. Where this is the things that are not necessarily wrestling related, but just stuff to have a little fun with you. So, are you ready? Yes. Now, bear in mind, of course, most of these, there's no right, you know, right or wrongs. Just, just go with it. Okay. Xbox One, PlayStation Four, or non-gamer? Uh, non-gamer. Although I do love the Super Nintendo. You love the Super Nintendo, so you, you're a classic. All right. Yeah. What's the best free photo manipulation software? Gimp, because it's free. <laughs> Name a TV show you're currently into. Oh gosh, I don't even watch TV hardly. Um, I like just about anything on home and gardening. Okay. Now, see, look at that. How that goes into nobody would know that. Who would yeah. guess? Yeah. Oh, I got something on top of that. I live in a barn. I like renovated it. Really. How artsy are you? <laughs> I, I'm really artsy. That was that was one of my things. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm with you. I like that. That's that's cool. Okay, <laughs> name me a movie that has terrible acting in it. Hmm. Probably like the Marine. Like ooh. You have just cut yourself out of a WWE gig, Miss. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. <laughs> you can't talk about the Marine. Uh, I can say that, but you know, I'm not looking for a job out of that. <laughs> I'm no wrestler. I, I can't get in that. Uh, suggested reading material. Um, I don't know. I, I read a lot of like, I don't know, psychology books. Any, any, I read one. Anything will do. I'm sorry, what? I, I say anything will do. If you got psychology books, that's fine. Anything will do. You have a title. I don't know what it, I'm so bad with titles. I don't know. I just I have my Kindle. I just go through. I, I do a lot of self-help books. 
Okay. I don't, I don't know. I'm just trying to always make myself better, and I don't know. I'm really into positive thinking right now and, like, law of attraction. So I've just been reading up on a lot of that stuff lately. How can you be healed? Listen to you. You <laughs> sound such a good person. Okay. Moving on. Favorite word. Oh my gosh. I yeah. don't know. I I don't know. I really like stupid words <laughs> that maybe people used in the 50s that aren't cool anymore. Such as? Like, like fella, <laughs> swell. I don't know. Sometimes I like to throw those in just because they're funny. Okay, well, we'll, we'll go with swell. Because Seamus still okay. uses fella. So, so that might that might not apply as a, as a fifth thing, but we'll go with swell. Uh, least okay. favorite word. Um, can't. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Um, creation. I really love, um, nature, and I don't know, like, like I said, I live in a barn, I live, I've got chickens next to me, sometimes I see deer come up to a pond nearby and, like, drink water in the morning and just Stuff like that. I don't know. I just think it's beautiful. Okay. What turns you off? Um, probably egos. Okay. Favorite curse word, and it's okay to say it if you have to. Um, I don't know. I guess the one I use the most whenever I do cuss is shit, but I try not to cuss. <laughs> Well, that covers so much ground, though, you know. You say it when you're excited, yeah. mad, you know. Almost say it when you're happy. So, yeah, it covers a lot of ground, that one does. Uh, yeah. Noise or sound that you love? Um, I really love the violin. Noise or sound that you and hate? Like the, <laughs> that I hate. Um, probably, like, whenever that sound gets made on the chalkboard, oh. that real high-pitched sound, I hate that. <laughs> the, yeah, I'm sorry to, to, to cut you off. I didn't I didn't hear that you were starting up a new sentence there after the, the sound that you love. Apologize for that. <laughs> oh, you're okay. Okay. Uh, what profession other than wrestling would you like to attempt? I would love to be successful with my own business. Um, I was a science teacher for a few years. But I quit it to um, start up my own business. And, I mean, it's okay. I'm not a millionaire yet, but maybe one day. Uh, may we ask what business this is? It's an online business right now. I'm just selling goods on Amazon. Not going to say what goods because you kind of keep that stuff secret because <laughs> if you're selling well, you don't want other people to know what's selling well because you don't want competitors. Fair enough. But yeah, right now, right now, just an Amazon business. But okay. I'd like to do more things. I don't know. I just once once I got into it, you just really love that independence. I, I do understand that yeah. there's there's something to be said for independence and doing the stuff that you like. Exactly. Or love, I should say. Uh, what profession would you not like to do? Um, probably just 
anything where you do the same thing every day. Okay. I, no. I don't want to be bored. Like, I want to always, I want to always be challenged. Like, some type of career where you have to evolve and get better sounds more interesting than something where it's mundane and the same task all the time. Okay. Uh, you make it to the WWE, and Vince McMahon is there to welcome you at the door. What would you like to hear him say to you when you arrive? Um, maybe, Callista, I've watched your stuff. You do some really good work, and now I'm going to pay you a lot to do it here. Sounds good. Now, the last thing that we have here is to test your, your creative juice. And it is called... Oh, <laughs> what was that for? Uh-oh. I'm scared. I'm not very good on thinking on my feet. <laughs> you're a wrestler. Of course you're good at thinking that you think you have to be. Uh, I don't know. Not with the words. I could uh -oh. be better. <laughs> well, well, don't worry. I'm going to... Virtually hold your hand through this, okay? So here we go. It okay. is it is called fantasy booking. If you were okay. to, I have the theory that every wrestler, and I guess since we talked about acting earlier, I'm going to say actors too. I have the theory that every wrestler has a uh, storyline within them or an angle that they really would like to do at some point if the opportunity presented itself so I'm going to mm -hmm. ask you if you were able to book your own angle and or storyline and whatever promotion what would it be hmm gosh I don't know um I I haven't thought about it too much. Um, You're so easygoing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I figured I don't get what I want anyway, so no oh, point in no. thinking about it. <laughs> I don't know. I really like a cheesy love story that's just terrible. So something <laughs> like that would be good. A cheesy love story. Oh, okay, now how exactly could you pull that off in a wrestling ring? Cheesy love story. Oh, well, they do it all the time. Like, I really liked it whenever um, Triple H took Stephanie McMahon down to Las Vegas and they got married even though she was, like, passed out in the in the driver's seat. Yeah, they, wouldn't get, away, they wouldn't get away with that today. That's, that's, <laughs> that, that's like a, a tablespoon above date rate was what he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad, but... Yeah, that's why I didn't watch much wrestling growing up, is my parents would make sure I didn't because it was so bad. But I snuck it in a few times. Well, fortunately yeah, for them, they, they've uh, gone a little bit more PG. So let's let's add on to that. So you, you, you're looking for the cheesy love story deal. Yeah, I think something like that. I don't know. Maybe get married, like, in the middle of a wrestling ring. But, like... I don't know, right whenever you're about to say I do, maybe someone comes and crashes it, or it could be the ultimate surprise and you actually do get married in wrestling. 
Well, yeah, I don't know. they always crash it. And if you actually went I know, maybe. It, <laughs> that would be yeah, a shock. Yeah, that would be the biggest shock. Yeah. <laughs> now, now uh, uh, let me let me see if we can curve this up a little bit. Now, are you going to be babyface? Are you going to be heel in this particular story? Are you going to be the one that's uh, the the love struck good good girl? Or are you going to be the person that's causing havoc? Let's start some havoc. I think I think I should marry for personal gain. Ah, okay. So you uh, you, you're gonna go out and try to marry the the boss of the company of the promotion, let's say. Yeah. Get some get some personal gain and ownership, which which thereby guarantees you a championship match anytime, anywhere, however you want, whenever you want. I like that. Exactly. And of course, everybody in the world knows that you're stringing this guy along except for him. Exactly. So the payoff has to be when he finally, finally real, opens his eyes and he realizes, oh my God, you've been stringing me. And he decides uh-huh. to, to book you in the ultimate match, the one that you dread, a ladder match. <laughs> yeah. <With> <laughs> With your contract of ownership hanging high above the rent. Look, see, I just booked you like six months worth of stuff right there. That's good. You're good. I like that. <laughs> well, no, you, you had your premise. You know, I'm just, I'm just adding to it now. You know, the, I can't take full credit for it. I'm just saying. If you're going to be the girl that's that's getting the cheesy love story and acting like you, you know, you like this guy, you got to at least go for the gusto. Go for the boss. Go for the, go for the person that yeah. got the money. I like it. I wish you were booking my shows. Good stuff. Well, you know, for those that's out there listening, you you forward some money over to the Women's Pro Wrestling Network, and uh, I will make it a point to book her for that particular angle or something equally as good. (laughs) I will have her come into Atlanta, Georgia, for that reason. That sounds good to me. Well, see now. Now you got to do is get your your nice miraculous healing powers up to up to speed and and get yourself back into fighting trim. For sure. And that would do it. I think you have covered quite a bit of stuff here. We have gone up and down the line, and we talked about your uh, your 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 dangerous. Rustling career, participating in things such as ladder matches and whatnot, and the the nasty bump that you took that has taken you off of the the wrestling schedule for a little while. But we're expecting you back in full bloom in the future. Uh, uh, your home, you know, I forgot your home base promotion. What's your home base promotion for, for people that want to see you? Where where can they see you typically? Uh, Mid South Wrestling Alliance. Mid South Wrestling Alliance. So if you want to catch her in action, that's where you want to be. And I'm sure that that is uh, linked up on your your Facebook page. If not there, I certainly saw the logo on your your YouTube channel, so you can get that information one way or the other. If she forwards me the links, I will definitely put that on the uh, the bottom of this particular interview, so you can scroll down and read it, or link off to it, or something like that. Uh, for promoters, and I know you you say you're not really <laughs> you're not really out there trying to do it, but you know, the, the, just humor me here. If promoters want to get in contact with you and they want to uh, hire you to come out there and 
uh, either participate in the match or do some bad acting for them because you know there there are more than more than one thing that you can do inside of wrestling. You might be you know you, you can get you a gig valeting somebody or managing or you know participating in a in a bad skit somewhere. So if if they want to catch you so that you, you can participate in those things, how can they catch you? Um, they can message me on Facebook. That would be a good way. Um, yeah, probably message me on Facebook is the best way to get in touch with me. Okay. So, no no other uh, social media platforms that you're entertaining right now? Oh, I've got an Instagram, but I don't keep up with it very well. <laughs> okay. And so, so that's the rustling. If you want to catch her, you know, you can find her through Facebook as I did. Uh, I'm also going to ask for outside of wrestling, uh, where you share your, your graphic art. If you are going to begin to share some more of your graphic art and design, are you, are you going to do some more work? I've done painting right now. Um, I'd like to do a lot more painting, but, um, yeah, I'll do some graphic design for wrestling for sure. Well, well, you know, we have to see more of your stuff. You know, you, you got to, you got some good photos there that I'm sure you can manipulate and make look good and all that good stuff like that. So we got to see some more of that. Well, that'd probably be a good thing to do right now since I'm injured. So I, I can do that. That's right. You got to keep people in line of what you're doing. You got you to have them remain interested in who you are and be anticipating your return. For sure. In fact, you should, do, you should sit down in front of your phone and cut a promo. I'm just saying. <laughs> that that that's just me now. I'm just saying. You know, my my channel's a little bit different. You know, I, I, I edit the promos and all that stuff out on there. So that's just second nature for me to want to have stuff like that. I might have to. You should. That you know that that's just an open suggestion from me to you. I like it. I I might, I might have to do that. Okay. Well, that there is, and then I'm sure somebody's gonna hold you to that. So, with that being said, we have covered the duration of this entire interview, and I think you did it in, in reasonable time. I want to thank you for taking your your evening to come on and and talk about your your wrestling, your career, your your past career preceding wrestling, your art, uh, your future, and and of course I. Your fans, your colleagues are all going to be kind of pulling for you to to uh, have some superhuman healing powers and get yourself back into into shape and back into a ring, and more importantly, back into a ring near all of us. Well, thank you so much, and also thank you for having me on. It's been fun. Well, I'm glad to have you there, and I'm sure your fans have enjoyed this sit-down interview as well, or... Stand up! I actually don't know if you're sitting down over there <laughs> since we're since we're on the phone. I'm assuming that you are. But so for anybody else that's listening for interviews such as this and uh, all the other ones that we have, please go by the Women's Pro Wrestling Network, uh, WPNWrestling.com for our website. Of course, we are on Facebook, Women's Pro Wrestling Network, full name. And uh, with this interview now being there, you're going to see pictures of. Uh, my guest here as well uh, YouTube if you haven't caught 
some of the matches and the podcasts and the uh, promos and the entrance videos and all the other good stuff that we create on there now's a good time for you to go over there and see it and all things considered and hopefully we'll be able to have our guests pop up on the channel one of these days as well maybe who knows <laughs> so, so, so for myself and you know I, I keep wanting to say Kalista I keep wanting to say that Oh, if you do, it's really not a big deal. <laughs> it is just like second nature. Is, I see it as I want to say Khalees, and it's probably because it's got that kill right there in the front. But anyway, <laughs> for me and my guests, yeah, it's... <laughs> uh, we want to wish you a good night. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. If you haven't followed either her or myself, please do like our channels and follow us on Facebook. Both of those things show your support to us all the way around so good night everybody thanks for tuning in thank you for listening to the wpn's rights and wrongs in pro wrestling if you have questions or comments please contact us via our facebook or our youtube channel at the women's pro wrestling network if you're new to the wpn feel free to subscribe to our channel and like our page we appreciate your support thank you again for listening <laughs>